Hey everyone, Chris from Things We Dig. Thank you for joining me. Today I'm going to talk about episodes one through three so far of Bad Batch season two. So I really enjoyed Bad Batch season one uh, to see the Clone Force 99 be reintroduced and have their own animated series was something I was really excited for. I really enjoyed the Clone Wars animated series. It's honestly some of my favorite Star Wars ever. And to see this story be expanded, to see Order 66 and just exactly what the clone troopers had to go through, you know, when that happened, you know, we saw a little bit of it in the, the end of the Clone Wars season seven. And then the first episode of uh, Bad Batch season one, and to see the, the crew back, you know, they're a ragtag team getting in the mix of it and you know they're currently on the run right now because they didn't want to be part of the empire removing their chips of course was a big no-no so you know just seeing them on the run on the move they get introduced to a few new characters uh omega being one of them um sid who they do side missions for so season two just starts off with the bang um you see the crew on this island they're of course on the mission for sid running from these big crabs to get this big payload and just really enjoyable scene i really also like the aspect that omega is coming into her own Season one, of course, she was a stowaway from Camino. The crew was trying to take care of her. And she kind of was a little bit annoying, I'll have to say, in, you know, the first season. You know, so time has passed between season one and season two. She's learning a lot. You see tech teaching her ways of uh, learning Imperial ships. And it just seems like she's really being part of the crew now. Um, she even has her bow from season one, that Sagirian energy bow, which was really awesome to see her be precise with it and you know even help save the day so really been enjoying season two uh the crew actually heads to sereno to uh, get another payload for from count dooku's old castle which was a, really a sight to see um you saw count dooku's castle and office from clone war so to be able to see it again it's currently in shambles of because of the war Seeing the crew on Sereno, um, they get split up a bit. Uh, just that whole sequence of Wrecker and Hunter, you know, taking out the remaining clone troopers. And one thing I wanted to point out, which I found really fascinating, was they were they had their blasters set to stun. I was wondering, you know, why would they do something like that? But of course, they're going after other clone troopers, and just the brotherhood of clone troopers is is still instilled in them. It was only a couple months prior to this that. These were their brothers. You know, they were in war with them. So they're not trying to kill. They're setting uh, phasers to stun. And then you see Echo, Tech, and Omega going after the payload, which was a really intense scene. You know, they get in this cargo ship and that cargo ship, you know, they release it and it's falling off the cliff. And just that whole aspect of, you know, that happening was really exciting. And of course, Omega wants the payload because early in the episode, she heard, overheard Hunter talking to Echo about kind of how their lives have changed since Omega joined the crew and how she is potentially putting them at more at risk being in the crew. So she's really trying to get this payload to be able to help the rest of the crew be set for the rest of their lives. And hopefully their lives could be better because of it. So as the episode progresses, they run into Romar, who is a native of Sereno. And he's given them a little bit of insight of Count Dooku. And just kind of how evil he was. And I really enjoyed kind of hearing more about Dooku. Because in the prequel movies, you don't really know a lot about him and then the clone wars animated series really dove you know into his backstory and really what a powerful sith he was so we move on to episode three and what an episode this was 
we finally get to see Crosshair again. And Crosshair just being awesome, man. I mean, he's such a unique character and his story arc has been one of my favorites. Uh, season one, you saw him not turn on his the Empire, even though his brothers were telling him that, you know, the Empire is not good. They're not they're not doing best for the planet. But Crosshair is just so involved in the Empire and being a good soldier that He's going to do whatever he's asked. And you can tell in episode three that he's getting his limits pushed a bit by uh, by Rampart and just really taking advantage of him. And I really think there's going to be some implications from the Empire and the clone troopers. I think the clone troopers are finally realizing that the Empire is not made for good. And they, you know, with working with the Republic, with working for the Jedi, you know, yeah, they have the chips in their head, but they're still they still are able to think for themselves and kind of know what's right and wrong. And I really think we're going to see the tides turn of, of the empire using stormtroopers rather than clone troopers. At the end of episode two, you saw Rampart kill Wilco because he didn't want to falsify a, a report. So I really think that the clone troopers are going to find out somehow, and there's going to be some type of a mutiny slash revolution for their clone troopers and just really excited to see where this heads off season two has been just a blast that first three episodes have been amazing so uh yeah if you haven't seen it check it out on disney plus and if you like this video please hit subscribe until next time later days my friends